What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Dash Podcast. It's Trey Gamage back with a brand new episode. And this week, we'll talk about how to explain SEL to parents. It's an exciting episode that we've got today, and I'm traveling this week. So you might see a, a bit of change in scenery for the background, but just to switch up, keep you on your toes, and uh, dig into what we're going to be talking about today, because SEL is kind of at a crossroads. Over the last couple of years, we've had a supreme increase in spending of over 45% dedicated to SEL, but those numbers might be changing with uh, some of the culture wars and uh problems that folks have with SEL that I don't get, but they're here. So we'll get into that in this episode. Welcome back to the Dash Podcast. I'm your host, Trey Gamage, and our goal is to spread awareness and action around SEL. We do this through interviewing school and SEL leaders, reviewing articles, and developing adult social emotional skills. You can subscribe to our show and our other content on YouTube at SEL Educators, or you can find us at Apple Podcasts and Spotify by typing in my name, Trey Gamage, in the Dash Podcast. Thanks for listening. This article is from techlearning.com, and it's exploring the, the flashpoint that we're at in education, again, with the politicism and the budgets that we have. How do we move forward, and more importantly, how do we get parents involved in this situation? I've mentioned that we've had increase in SEL spending, um, but we've also got this huge teacher shortage. So the, the rubber is going to meet the road here at some point because the dollars that we're receiving are that can be spent for SEL also need to be spent on other areas in, in terms of keeping buildings staffed. So um, this is a critical time for SEL and, and one where we're going to need full stakeholder support. In many cases, we try to involve parents as much as we can in our school community. I know I see newsletters, parent nights, things of that nature. And I think um, it's important to include SEL in those conversations as well. So the parents understand the language, the, the context, the purpose, the value that SEL has for students as well. And they can articulate that when they go to the board meetings or when they go to have conversations with folks about why SEL is so important. And it's even important for parents to understand, I mean, those are our kids have voices, but the parents voice oftentimes is what gets stuff done. So if the parents are on board and they're banging on the table for these things, um, we always want to satisfy parents in school community. So this is a wonderful way to to do that, to, I guess, just continue thinking about what your process is for SEL and your school community outside your students and your teachers. That leads me to, you know, the point that most folks don't know SEL. Outside of education, SEL is called emotional intelligence. And so um, the words get mixed up again and politicized with other theories or practices that are um, being introduced to education or integrated into education. But when we think about social emotional learning and emotional intelligence, I feel like that term is more acceptable, emotional intelligence outside of our industry. So if a, a businessman, a city council person, whomever hears the word emotional intelligence, I don't think that's going to be directly associated with social emotional learning. It should be, um, and maybe those dots connect, but I, I don't know that like at this point in time that that's a key crossover that we really have. But when you look at four 
EQ quotients and you look at five SEO competencies, they're in direct alignment. So this could be an easier way to use uh, kind of a different set of language to help folks understand what SEL is and just explain social emotional learning instead. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network, better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at teachbetter.com slash podcasts, and we'll see you at the next episode. With those waves, thinking of the advocacy and making sure parents are involved, and then also considering how we're communicating that to them, what lines of communication do you have? Uh, is there a text message software? Do you have your parent nights? Do you have your newsletters? I know there's some curriculums that have, uh, we used a program called Lions Quest a few years ago, shout out, shout out to Lions Quest. They had a full family parent night workshop kit for quarterly parent workshops that helped update parents on where we were in terms of SEL implementation. Same for uh, my seven mindsets has letters, parent letters that go home for each mindset. So every time you start a new unit, you send that letter home and it helps them understand what's being taught or delivered in the classroom. So this is this is a critical junction that we're at now. And if I can use one more reference, uh, Byron McClure, he talks about focusing on what's strong instead of what's wrong. So we've got to start hacking deficit thinking and SEL is, is proactive. SEL is kind of pre-mental health supports, but we're looking at that tier one area. So this is our first line of defense, or maybe it would better be determined our first line of offense, because this is how we combat absenteeism, how we bat, combat poor grades, how we combat behaviors by being proactive and delivering these skills to the students. You know how I feel about educating teachers. And in this conversation, we're talking about communication lines with parents. So consider your communication lines, consider how you're talking about SEL and consider why now is the time to focus on SEL. Become your best self with bestself.co. They have 90 day journals, six month action plans, daily journals, gratitude cards, relationship cards, all kinds of things to help you become a better version of yourself. Visit bestself.co and use the code GAMAGE for 15% off your next order. Now is the time to emphasize SEL for parents as well, because we have so many mental health issues with our young kids, as young as 10 years old, 12 years old, feeling anxiety, feeling depressed, feeling like they don't really have a way out. And these are the skills that we need to bridge those gaps and for students to feel welcome, a sense of belonging and a sense of purpose. So if you don't have that plan for your parents and communicating with them, go ahead and work it out. Castle has a wonderful school guide for implementation, and there's also strategies for communicating with parents and stakeholders in there, involving parents in your SEL teams or your behavior committees, things of that nature. So that's what I've got for y'all today. This is a quick hit episode. Again, we're on the road, but we don't want to stop putting out some, some episodes here for you. So I hope you enjoy this episode. If you like it, share it with your friends. And coming up real soon is... 
the Teach Better Pop, excuse me, the Teach Better Conference. The Teach Better Conference is coming up real soon. I'll be presenting relationships and communication at the conference. If you're in the Akron area, go ahead and check it out at teachbetterconference.com. And you can use the code DASH2022 for $50 off your purchase. Thanks for listening to us on the DASH podcast. I definitely hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you liked it, share it with a friend, share it with an educator, share it with someone who needs to hear the message from this episode. You can visit our website, seleducators.com, to learn more about our online courses and professional development training for schools and districts. We'll see you next time. This is The Dash.